Welcome to the Date With Sense podcast. This is the place you come to have a fun, fruitful, and forward-moving dating experience towards marriage, or whatever your desired romantic constellation. I am your host, Taurus Sense, and I am here to help you, as a high-achieving woman of faith, attract quality marriage-minded men and confidently date for the romantic partnership you desire. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing my best practical tips, tools, and advice on how to transform your love life from the inside out so that you attract the best men and have the best dating experiences. You're already well-educated and well-paid. Now is the time for you to also be well-loved. Hello, Queen. What's up, girl? Welcome back to this podcast, girl. I'm glad you back, girl. <laughs> today, I have another juicy episode for you today. It is another interview, and I love interviews because you really get to hear from the perspective of women just like you who have been through the struggle of not knowing how to date not knowing how to attract the men that they want to really experiencing everything that they wanted when it comes to having amazing dating experiences, dating the men that they desire. So I got an interview for you today. But before we get into that, I need to tell you that if you are interested in joining C2C, this is an amazing time for you to join for two reasons. One, It is the first cohort of the year. So investing in your love life at the top of the year is one of the best gifts you can give yourself because we're starting fresh. And if you have been wanting to give your love life a reset at the top of the year when everyone's making their, you know, setting their goals and vision boards and New Year's resolutions, it's a a really great opportunity so that at the end of the year, when cuffing season comes back around, we can see what you look like, right? We can see the progress that you've made. So that's the first reason. The second reason is it's the last week to join at the current investment price because next week after June 9th, the price is going to increase. So happy new year, girl, new year, new price. If you want to take advantage of the current price before it goes up, the application, the link to the application for C2C will be in the show notes. And if you are listening to this podcast and you are unfamiliar with C2C, it's my 12 week mentorship program for high achieving women of faith who desire to build a rotation of quality men within 90 days so that you have options to choose from in men instead of just waiting around to be chosen. If you want to get married in a year, you can. You've heard guests on here, like you've heard last week's guests do that. If you don't, you don't got to do that either. You've heard other guests say, hey, I came in C2C wanting to be married. Now I am actually good and join these men until I'm ready. And so in C2C, you're going to learn the skills of dating, which includes how to meet quality men regularly, how to have amazing conversations with these men, how to genuinely connect with who they are and how to manage your expectations while you're connecting with these men. You'll also learn the art of relationships, which include how to establish true intimacy without needing to have sex, 
how to set boundaries, give and receive properly, being able to uh, express your needs and wants effectively, manage and process your emotions and how to manage conflict, not just with the men, but with yourself as well. And then you also learn like the craft of choosing a partner, because once you start attracting all of these men and you're like, okay, Tori, these men are delicious. Who do I choose? You're going to get clear on a vision and how to evaluate these men, how to ask the right questions, how to set your your non-negotiables and wants effectively, um, how to evaluate character, observe behavior and uncover true intentions of men. So once you learn the above, you're pretty much have what you need to meet your future husband in as early as a year. And so in the program, we also share special frameworks for uncovering your core values and unique gifts so that you have the confidence to show up as the right kind of woman who attracts the right kind of man. And we share the mechanics of meeting and attracting marriage minded quality men online and offline, as well as easy ways to create emotional connection that inspires men to provide, protect and pursue you for a commitment. And so each week in the Curve to Cuff program, me and my team of coaches, we optimize your dating practices through assigned action items, meet with you to monitor your progress, to maximize your results and coach you through dating obstacles. So you keep the momentum you want towards marriage or whatever romantic constellation you desire. And by the end of 90 days, you will have a full blueprint system to attract the right men on autopilot and inspire them to commit with ease. And this program includes a structured curriculum with transform uh girl transformative action assignments unlimited personalized assistant via private private chat weekly accountability calls live q a sessions and a supportive community of women on a similar journey now the investment so the investment of this offer is in a respectable mid four figure investment but a small compared to priceless opportunity to finally meet, build with, and leave a meaningful legacy with a life partner. So if you're interested, I will leave the link below in the show notes for you to go ahead and apply. Uh, you have till this, you know, the ninth to join so that you can um, take advantage of the special rate. Now, one of my favorite clients who went through the C2C program is also who I'm interviewing today. So she started off as a client and now she's like, she's like my little sister. I love her so much. I have watched her grow tremendously. I have seen her go from struggles with trying to get one man to pursue her to having um, an abundance of quality men pursuing her, providing for her, protecting her. And she's at the point where she can get married whenever she wants. And she just, she just has the option. She's just, she's having her fun. And I also remember the days when she thought my teachings were crazy. <laughs> and now she's a coach in a C2C program, a success coach, and she's helping me teach my quote unquote crazy teachings to other women. So without further ado, here's the interview with me and my boo, Winnie. Oh. <laughs> hey, y'all. 
That was me clowning. I just got my boo. My little sis. My adopted little sis. Winnie. I love her so much. Hey, Winnie. Tell the people. Hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. (laughs) So, Winnie is my love. And I really look at her as a little sister. And man, Winnie, we're going to get into that because I, I started reminiscing just now. But before we start with the reminisce, girl, describe your love life in three words. Yes, I have my three words. If I had to describe my love life in three words, I would use blissful, exciting, and spicy. Let's talk about blissful, girl. Break it down, blissful. Blissful because I'm just experiencing so much joy. Like the way these men are showing up for me is just, uh, I'm just, I feel like in the clouds. <laughs> I experience so much joy with the way like these men treat me, the way they show up for me. Uh, it's just, it feels amazing. So that's what I say, peaceful. Oh, come on, come on, come on, clouds. What's what's going on with the clouds? How they got you in the clouds? So, um, one, a guy, one guy I met, I met him, what, last week at a club and yeah, he was like, I love your energy. And he, um, when he picked me up, he opened the door for me. Um, like really, she very gentleman and like beyond that also, He's like, what do you like to eat? I'll take you dinner on Friday. Don't worry about it. What do you want? Just tell me what you want. I'll take care of everything. So I just love. And then another guy, actually, that uh, I'm talking to, I, I I was telling him, oh, I'm considering Chicago for a move. And he was like, oh, we can go together. Let's go a weekend because I'm traveling um, next week. So he was like, yeah, when you come back, let's go for a weekend. And I'll fly you out and we can just spend a weekend together and we can look at apartments. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, let's do that. So that's how I'm like, wow, I'm just in the cloud. (laughs) I really love how you indulge in all the aspects of your dating life and every little thing that makes you happy. Because some people might listen to that and be like, oh, that's bare minimum. I mean, my man, that would have to be the bare minimum. Like, first of all, we didn't even get into the other side of your love life. But the fact that you're able to enjoy and feel bliss with all the ways that you love how men Mm -hmm. show up for you, the little things, the big things. And we'll, you know, we can get into that later, but I just absolutely love that about you Mm -hmm. Um, and how you just like, again, you don't discount any of it. It's like, all of this is bliss. (laughs) Everything. <laughs> Everything. Even just some of them listening to me because I'm not feeling well. Like, can we go on the phone? I'm not feeling well. Just listening. That is bliss. I'm like, oh my God, that's just damn amazing. Just I can just talk to you when I'm not feeling okay and you will just listen to me. Or even getting me food when I'm not, I wasn't feeling my period. And then one guy was like, what, what are you craving? I'll get it for you. Just that. I mean, some people might discount it, but for me, that's huge because I'm like, wow. I didn't feel like cooking and I didn't want to cook. So he was like, yeah, I'm just going to get you some food. What are you craving? So. Oh, I love it. And the second word you gave, do you remember what that was? 
Yes. Um, I was talking about it. it was exciting. Oh, exciting girl. What makes to love life exciting? Oh, I'm just excited to like see where the journey takes me because um I didn't start here. I didn't start where I'm at today. And just to see how far along I've come. I don't know. I'm just excited to see where these connections take me. I'm not thinking about destination. I'm not like, oh, we're going to go there. No, I'm just enjoying these men for who they are right now. And I'm excited to see how our connections will develop, whatever the case may be. What about your love life right now is most exciting to you? I think the men that I'm currently talking to, like they make me really giddy. I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I love feeling the butterflies, you know, when I'm around them or like um, just the feeling that I get around the excitement. That's why I'm like, oh, my God, I just I feel like a little girl in high school again. <laughs> so the giddiness, that's what makes me excited. Just be giddy. Look, y'all, y'all can't see me on the visuals, but I'm just like, I'm giddy right <laughs> along with her. Like she got me all in my body, just listening. Like my body is excited. It's having a little party over here, <laughs> which leads us to your last word, spicy. Yes. Mm, why is a spicy I, girl? Mm, I met so, like the guy who um he's taking me on a date on Friday. I'm like, are you? do you have a Torah mentor or something? Cause he's very charming and spicy. And I'm like, damn. Ooh. Like I, I usually don't meet men at that level. Cause I, I can't be spicy. I don't usually meet men at that level too. So he's very, he comes at it with the, like with your little, you know, your flirt. I'm like, damn. Okay. Like, so that's, I'm like, he's very spicy. And I was wondering, I was like, do you have a Torah mentor? Do you have a, like, a Torah mentor? <laughs> Like a, a male Torah teaching you all these because he's very spicy. So that's so, what I'm like, yeah. What's spicy? Break break that down for us. Like just the way he's able to flirt with me. Like I don't even I don't even know if I can explain it. Like the way I throw something at him, he like throws it, and I'm like, whoa, okay. He quick on his feet. <laughs> yes, he's quick on his feet. Yeah, the way when I say something flirty, and he would, I'm like. Whoa, did you, what did you learn all of this? Because usually men are like, wow, like, you know, but I don't meet, usually I don't meet men, a lot of men who are like, give it to mm. me, give it back, give it to me, give it back. So, yeah. And what else about your love life is spicy? Spicy because um, also the chemistry that I, this man, like I said, the feeling of the giddiness and the chemistry and just the excitement I feel around them is like, oh. And they, they did tell me that they are like, yeah, you are very charming and spicy. And I'm like, yeah. I get of course. <laughs> of course. Duh, Winnie. <laughs> so currently, you talk about these men. Do you currently have a rotation? Um, I will say for now, I have a roster. You have a roster. And so those who yes. are listening, one of the things I teach my ladies is that we don't just add men to our rotation just because we like them or just because we date them. They have to qualify to move into the rotation. So right now, these are just men that Winnie is talking to and she's enjoying, but they have not made it to the rotation yet. Is there any? No. Is there anyone like up for the rotation at all? Like might be moving into the rotation? Yeah, the one who is taking me to Chicago, he, um, yeah, he's been very, he showed up like, yeah. And I have my, my support system, know, one of my support team members knows him too. So 
I've got a validation there. So, but I need to like see more. But he's, yeah, I'm considering him for rotation for sure. And when they get, when these men get into the rotation, y'all, what happens is that that is when we have allow ourselves to provide more time, more energy, more effort. Because I know when I teach like dating multiple men, a lot of women at the beginning, and you know this, Winnie, like they'll say, I don't have all that time. I don't have all that energy. And it's like, well, ma'am, it's because you are trying to devote too much time and energy up front versus Mm -hmm. starting off very, very slow. And then when you see things are moving towards where you want, like he's showing up consistently as a man Mm -hmm. and you guys are aligning more, you can move him to the rotation and then you can go exclusive. So, okay, but you got a roster. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what, so your three words, you had blissful, exciting, and spicy. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about what it was like for you like, before we met. Hmm. Th- what, three words to the... <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> three... three. <laughs> Three words to describe your love life before we met. Because we've been together a long time, like meaning like yeah. you know, being connected. So I don't even know how many years to put this on. Yeah. I would say three words before we met. Damn. Oh, disaster, <laughs> dry, and scarce, scarcity. Lots of scarcity mindset. Oh, my God. Oh, what? Okay. Disaster, dry, and scarcity. Let's start with disaster. Why was it a disaster? Um, because I don't think I knew how to connect with men. Like the bomb experience that we teach, how to emotionally connect with men. I don't think, I, I didn't know how to do that. And I didn't know how to communicate what I wanted. I was a, I was a hothead. I think I shared it with him too. I was a hothead. I was, I didn't know how to be vulnerable, how to like share my feelings in a vulnerable and, and like, um, I felt like seeing how I feel without <laughs> just exploding and even asking for what I wanted. So that's how, that's why I say it was a disaster because I didn't know how to emotionally connect with men or even ask for what I want or even express myself. Um, yeah. So how did, like, so when that was happening, cause you didn't actually realize that you didn't know how to do this stuff for that, that it was even important until you start doing this work. Yes. Yes. But during that time, like what really made it disastrous for you? Like, why was it a disaster being that you didn't know? Um, the fact that I didn't know really impacted, like when I meet a man and I really, really like the man and then something happened and it will fizzle out. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> I thought everything was going well. What's, what's, what was the disconnect here? But it was because I didn't know how to emotionally bond with them. And the fact that I thought me being a smart woman and like all these things made me a great catch. <laughs> fall from grace that wasn't the truth at all so that's something that I definitely learned like me putting in like putting in front like oh I have this I have that I, I'm a badass chick mm. and it makes me a great catch but pff, I was really really far from the truth <laughs> then you mentioned dry yeah. what about it was dry dry because first I, w- I wouldn't even the men that I will 
want wouldn't want me back. Oh, like I'll meet men, but I wouldn't be really interested. Like I wouldn't be able to attract the kind of men I wanted. That makes me like, oof. The jiggle, the Ooh, giddiness. The <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yes. So that's what made it dry because I didn't have that at the time. Oh, yeah, girl, that do sound dry and cracked. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how y'all out here dating and you don't feel juicy inside and you don't feel like you about to burst and it's like, <gasps> kind of like how I, I started know. the podcast off. <gasps> yeah. I'm like, I don't know how I was doing that. That was, yeah, it was a disaster. So, yeah, that sounds like dry and cracked. Yeah, and to now having like a supple, juicy, blissful. Yeah. Ooh, that just sounds. Uh, it sounds like dry, cracked ground. Nothing was growing from, and yes. then now it's a garden. Yeah, that you that's feeding you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. And then you said uh, scarcity. Yeah, why, because... why was the scarcity there? Oh, because when I made a guy, I really like, I, I would cling to him like, no, he's the, I would cling really hard to the guy. Like as if he's the only man on earth who could give me all this, you know, good feelings that I had. But like I was operating in that and, and I don't, I didn't even know that's, that was even driving me anyway. It was until I did to say that I was, I reflected but I was like, ah, I can see how me clinging, me being like, oh my gosh, it's just, oh no. Like me actually, like he was a sent, like he was the son, basically kind of, I could see how uh, it drove him away. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, I think that's, that's what drove them away when I was like, yes, I have you. And I, I need to, I need you to stay right here. <laughs> oh, speaking of clinging, I know around the time we met, there was a, particular person a guy well of course a guy that you were would you say you were clingy with him yeah yeah you say you were clinging with him and it was it was a rough thing for you yeah to like Absolutely. get over like how hard mm-hmm. was that for you to to deal with oh it was very difficult i think it took me months <laughs> To get over that, like, and you know when people say, "No, I would never fall in love again." <laughs> it is a... <laughs> That's what you said. You would never yeah. fall in love again. Yeah, I was like, "No, this is trash. <laughs> never again." And I look, I'm like, "Damn, I was going through it." But yeah, um, and I remember a guy that I really like actually ghosted me. Another guy that I really like ghosted me too. And I was so deva- like, you have no idea. I was like, "What did I do wrong? Is it me?" Like. I took it so personally. I was so devastated. It took me some time to get over that because I really, really liked it. Again, it was a case of, oh, we met, we really clicked and everything. But then I come up with like my, like I, I say my behavior, was, which is like, oh, I want to just have you right now. I need you all for myself. So I think that's, that's even what women always was like, that is really bizarre. <laughs> how long, but how yeah. long did you date him for? How long uh, did you date guy him? That, the guy that ghosted me? Mm-hmm. we met so we didn't like date for a long time so we met um in a different city since i traveled a lot we went in a different city we had a lot of fun like it was amazing we went on dates mm. and he was he, he actually planned to come visit me uh after we left so when we left we're like, oh yeah da, da. and then after that cricket and i was like what i thought we <laughs> i thought we <laughs> I was like, what? I thought we both, I thought, 
this meant something. Like, like you said, making it means I was like, wow, I thought this was amazing. I thought we had just had something great going on. I don't know what is it. Ah, oh, child. And I guess I think it was definitely my clingy attitude that I was that drew him away. Like really, I was really trying hard to like I need you to myself. Like you can't leave. Oh my god. Oh, that energy. Oh my god. Yes. It's so common. It's like I found you. We mm-hmm. clicked. We had a good time. We're supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. Why are we not together? <laughs> Exactly. Which so. is why I always love to remind y'all, be like, is that your man? It's not. Did y'all have a discussion that y'all were going to be together? And I think that as women, we have a really hard time with the fact that men can have a really good time with us and he don't want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Like I think we have a really hard time. Like uh, if we're if we're having fun and that must mean something. And they're just like, hey, mm-hmm. we're just having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I want to get more women involved with just having fun. Not necessarily yes. because men do it, but because there's so much to gain from just enjoying life, you know? Yes. And I just love that for you now, how I just see you, Winnie. You're so carefree. You feel yes. so light all the time. You be with these men. You don't be with these men. <laughs> <laughs> You be having new men on your radar. Then you be like, oh, I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm in a different state with this man. Oh, this man is, you know, flying me in from here. And it's just so, it's it's like, it's so lax where you're Mm -hmm. able to just enjoy the beauty of the moment. Mm -hmm. Which also is so interesting that when... You first came across my work. <laughs> you didn't like it. No, I didn't. Because I was like, what is she talking about? I, I wasn't comfortable with the idea of you saying that much. But I was like, what? That's insane. Hold on. I don't think you gave me the details on this. I just know you didn't like my work. Yeah. But it was I a dating in- multiple men. Yeah, it was a dating multiple men. I was like, what is she talking about? Kind of how people tell you, teach me how to be hoes. <laughs> oh, you thought I was teaching you? I was like, no, this doesn't feel right. Because that's something I grew up around, right? But like when I applied the stuff you were, back, day, back then you were doing a lot of lives on Facebook, right? And you were giving free game. And when I did it, I was like, oh, she's okay. Her stuff actually worked. Let me, okay, maybe maybe I'll consider joining her program at the time DWC, right? Because I was like, oh. She actually makes sense, even though I don't. I'm not gonna be stubborn and act like you know I, I don't agree with her with her here, but I can see how applying this thing changed something in my love life. So let me jump and see what where it takes me. But I didn't agree with you saying we mentioned it multiple. Times. I did not know that's no. what you disagreed with me on about <laughs> dating. And look at you, queen yeah. frolicker, dating all the men. Yeah, oh my gosh. Is I, I, you know, I've been preaching that since even before I got married. So it's always been a thing for me, um, for women to have their options mm-hmm. and to create their own options in men. And I'm, I'm really glad that you decided to remain open and not like mm-hmm. completely close me off because I started <laughs> noticing you in my comment section. I'm like, who is this Winnie person? 
I think you had the yellow dress on when I really mm-hmm. caught on. You had like yellow in your profile. I was like, who is this Winnie girl? And uh, my best friend who was also like hosting a lot of things with me, Octavia, the group, um, my Facebook lives, we would both be talking about you. Like, yeah, that girl, Winnie, she's, she's there. She's always there. And I remember when I first saw, this is when we had Date With Sense, the membership program, and you had mm-hmm. signed up. What did you, what level did you sign up? The $9.99 or the $29.99 or the $19.99? No, I, I signed when, when it was $19.99. Yeah, I signed up when it was $19.99. $19.99. Y'all, first of all, for those who don't know, I had a membership program. I did a masterclass every month. I did a Q&A every month. I put in some dating scripts in there every month, like what to say and how to say it. I put dating hacks in there every month. And I was only charging. I started off charging $9.99, then $19.99, and then $29. I was doing the most the in that most. program. It was really, I really put a lot of effort into that program. So you joined it. And you started implementing some of the stuff. So, like, kind of like, what happened with that? Yeah, I started implementing some of your stuff, and like, the men were resp- like your the flirting thing. And I was like, oh, this is working. They were responding positively. And the one thing I learned was like one of the lessons that you taught in the business that I learned from was how to like be vulnerable with your emotions, right? How even when you're upset, like when whether it's like can I get back to you later? Or even how to speak up when you're upset without just lashing out and learning how to be like women, men want to see consistent women. Like, are you the same here, here and here? So those are some things that I learned and I applied and I was like, wow, they were responding positively saying, oh, I love your vibe. I love your energy. And yeah, that's why I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she, she's she's making a lot of sense because I'm getting results. I'm getting receipts. And I will post in the day. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I said this. And here's there. I'll, I'll get receipts and I'll get my receipt and my result. I'll be like, oh yeah, she, okay. She's, that's what's up. She's the truth. <laughs> and I remember we had our first date with, well, the date with Sense Meetup that we had that mm-hmm. uh, Christina she had a plan mm-hmm. for us. And one of the, the highlights I will never forget is that you had snagged the date before your plane landed. Yes. In LA. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? You yes, you, yes. I got a date, y'all. And yeah. we we went with you to the date, but we wasn't at the date, but we was at the date. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. That was that was fun. Yes, I remember that. Yes. Because it was my first yes. time meeting my students in person. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at my date with Sense Babies. I love them all. You were on your date with the man. I forgot I forgot where we even went, but we was in the corner. Just hanging yeah, you guys out were in the corner hanging out here. <laughs> oh, that was fun times. Hanging out with that guy. Um, so that like that really stuck into my head. I was like, okay, Winnie, Winnie be Winnie be implementing stuff. Yes. And uh, eventually asked you to be my intern mm-hmm. i think I, yeah i asked you to be my intern and help me with the girl don't crazy messages on facebook yes <laughs> chat i hired i ha- like i had well you were working for free at the time mm-hmm. um as an intern and like just responding to the messages that I had on Facebook. I don't even know how you was dealing with all that craziness <laughs> over there. I don't know. Y'all don't know what it is about Facebook, but them people over there, I don't know what to say. <laughs> what's some of the craziest game. thing you've seen over there? 
Oh man, someone saying you teach women how to be hoes, asking if you are married. I mean, some people offer you like, oh, they want to, you know, are you married? I want to take you out. I want to date you. Oh, can you, are you a matchmaker? I'm looking for a lady. Can you help me find a <laughs> wife? Things like that. But yeah. And then you transitioned into hopping into C2C. Why did you want to join yes. C2C? Because um, I saw that DWC was like foundation and I wanted to go the next level. Um, I saw the work you were doing. And I think I took a peek of your other, of your curriculum at the time. And I was like, yeah, I think I really want to go the next level. So let me sign up and join and see where it takes me. Because that, that was me. I wanted to level up. Because I was like, yeah, I got a foundation, but I'm sure we see to see I will get even like, yeah. Mm. And one of the things I love about you is Winnie, you do your work. Mm-hmm. You do your work. And one of the things that I try to teach ladies now that come into the program, like how we try to hone in on is the power of module three yes, and what we teach in module three. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the tools that we use in module three called the, the TTS guide, the triple threat success guide, which is mm-hmm. designed because one of the things that I'm always sharing is you can't become I mean, you like you can take the tips and the tricks and the tools and mm-hmm. all the things that I teach here on the podcast and Clubhouse, but you're not going to have long-term success mm-hmm. if you don't become the woman that can sustain all of this. You get your quick mm-hmm. dopamine hits, but that's it. You literally have to become a new woman. And so that piece is the life changer the transformer yes. so that you can actually um, become that woman. <laughs> and what made you take that seriously? Um, you, you really emphasized that when I took C2C and I was like, okay, this, and I, it looked like a vision board to me. And I was like, I like doing vision board and stuff affirmation anyway. So since you emphasize on that, you, are, you really hone in part of the mindset, the mindset, the mindset. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to play with this. And things very seriously. I printed it out. It was on my phone. Morning, night, TTS guide. Yeah. And what was that able to do for you? Oh, it was able to unlock so many things. Like, first of all, because I have like a very charming and spicy side. And with that, I was like afraid to tap into that because I grew up in a very conservative a church. And I was like, I don't want to be like, a Je- like you know, the Jezebel. Like, I don't, you know, the promiscuous and all that. But I, I have that in me. So I think, for, first of all, it helped me really embrace that part of myself. That is like, it's me. Like going from, oh, I really want to be the meek, the good girl who doesn't dress that way, who doesn't say certain things. And embracing the side of me that's like charming and very spicy sometimes because it's me. And I was really, I think before C2C, I was trying to push her away and be like, nah, this doesn't feel right. I have to be the good girl. This part of me can't exist if I want a quality man, because I was, you know, if you want a quality man, you have to be a certain way, dress in a way, say certain things and all that. But I think, yeah, using a TTS guide, I was really able to embrace that part of myself and say, yeah, I am all the things. <laughs> I am multidimensional and it's okay for me to be that. And also build um, 
a support system of men to show up for me without asking for anything in return. Like I've had men show up for me in so many ways and I'm not even dating this. So some of that I haven't, I haven't even seen in person. I've never seen my own two eyes and having men show up for me in so many ways that I haven't, I've never seen. Uh, I just thought from one phone conversation, someone like gifted me like a $500 watch for my birthday for just 15 minutes of fun conversation. So seeing like a most important support system of like men in my life, just that I even tried to date and, you know, we fizzled out. We're like, yeah, we can still be friends. And this to this day, they are still in my life or even building other, like meeting other wives and building a team, support team with their husbands. So that was really key for me and attracting the type of men I desire that yeah, that's what this guy was able to do for me. Like attracting the kind of men I really want. And I was like, wow, this actually works. I can have, I can be provided for and flowed out and all the things by this man. They don't need anything in return because that's something I thought before actually to see that, oh, if a man does this, then you ex- like an exchange. But I have never had these guys that provide for me, ask me for anything in return. Never. So basically becoming a triple threat success woman, you were able to integrate the parts of yourself that you rejected, yeah, right? Because you had to be this good girl, coloring the lines, right? In a box. Mm-hmm. So you were able to integrate that other side of you too. You were able to like build a support system of men who provide, protect and build for you, show up for you. And then three, mm-hmm. just start attracting the types of men that you actually wanted. Cause at the beginning you were like, I was either attracting, you know, men I really wasn't interested in that, mm-hmm. took, you know, that were, you know, nice to me or, or I was attracting men that I really like that wasn't trying mm-hmm. to stick around, like wasn't yes. trying to commit or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about the showing up part because mm-hmm. I tell this story all the time. You're Cameroonian. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you invited me to my first Cameroonian wedding. And this is juicy because I just got done talking to Faith about her inviting me to her Nigerian wedding. But I'm at this wedding and I'm so excited to be there. And just number one, to see you in action, how you were uh, working the room, how people were just gravitating towards you and then being, oh, also you was charming these men, ma'am. I saw all of it, ma'am. Like you were like (laughs) magic, dusting magic, magic over here. You're magic. You get my magic. Everyone gets my magic. But one of the guys that was there, and I know that you told, I think you told him you were my mentor, right? Yeah, but I thought he, he was my friend, but he didn't, and my, yeah, he, but he didn't know in what capacity. He didn't know we, where, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You were like, oh, my friend. He was just like, I don't even know who, he didn't know who I was and I like how deep our relationship goes. He pulls me to the side. He was just like, I've never, I've never seen. Anyone like Winnie, who has so many men just show up and just do things for her. <laughs> I've never seen it before. And I'm looking, I'm looking like a proud parent because he has no idea who I am to you. And mm-hmm. I'm like, boy, you just don't know. She got the juice. She got the magic. Mm-hmm. He was just so blown away about how these men were just coming up, coming up, doing things for you. And... 
it's because you decided to become a different woman and not like somebody else. You became Winnie 2.0, mm-hmm. 3.0. It's like you really stretch yourself to bring that in. So let's double back to you feeling like you needed to be the good girl. Like where did, where did this come from? Uh, I was saying that my friend actually called me one day and said, he was like, how do you do it? How do you have this, like, what kind of magic pill do you give these men for them to like do all these things for you? So I thought that was funny too. Um, but about a good girl, I think it came from like religion because I came from, um, my mom's basically very, very like, you know, in the church, Christian religious and my culture too. Like, you know, I come from, I'm Cameroonian. So background is very traditional. The role of a woman, a woman has to, be this a woman can be too can be that a woman has to like be a certain way to be able to marry or be able to attract the kind of man she wants and that's where my beliefs came from like oh let me actually like I was really struggling hard I felt like I was like I was having a dissociation or something because I'm like but this is not me but I was also trying to be that really really good girl and not be or not be bold and daring because I am bold. Like if it got like for example, integrating the apartment. Oh, if I like someone, I can give him a compliment. I can show and walk up to him and like chat and like maybe he can take my number. We can oh I can take his number. We can go on a date later. So that side of me also didn't like you know because I was like no I have to be the good girl. I have to wait for the men to do things. I have to you know cook and clean. That's another story too. I, I just have to do all these things because that's what I was told that I had to do to um, marry and attract a good guy. So that's definitely where it came from, from my background and the religion as well. So I know it was, it, it couldn't have been an easy transition moving mm. from good girl, color in the lines. I need to do this to, you know, uh, show up as this good girl to spicy. Yes. Blissful, right? Winnie. And being able to live life on her own terms, like how, like, tell tell me about that transition. Yeah, that was really, really hard. And I think the turning point for me, because I also work with Catherine, Coach Catherine, we had a conversation on that. Um, it was actually me wearing a, a tight dress and some people, all my family members commenting on that and saying, oh, it was this, it was that. And Catherine, at that point, no, was what, like, yeah. what they were saying? There was this and what the, they were yeah, saying. What your family was saying, saying? Oh, they were saying, oh, I'm dressed like a whore. <laughs> I should cover myself. Like all those, you know, really religious comments, right? And Catherine told me, like, you you, you talked about it on Clubhouse the other day. Like, there's a part of it that believes that. That's what you mm. figured. Because it's a part of it that believes, accepts that's what it is. So at that point, I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm done with trying to please people. I'm, I really want to be free and live life on my own terms. I don't want to leave. I only have one life to live. And I don't want to live a life where I'm trying to please other people and not being myself and not really tapping into my... I'm telling you right now, I feel so free. Ooh, I feel relieved, free, happy, just doing things the way I want instead of, oh, let me just... Like, I don't know. Let me do things the way I think people will accept me. So uh, that's that was the turning point for me to when Kathy made that comment to me. And she was like, you have to work on this within yourself. Because there's a part of that believes that you are, you know, whatever they say you are. 
So, mm, and yeah, if you're listening now, you probably heard Catherine's name in multiple podcast episodes. <laughs> if you do not know, Catherine is a friend of mine who is also now my coach, my personal coach that I work with, and Team Tour. Pretty much all of Team Tour works with her as well as our continuation of our personal growth and our development. So you might hear her name a lot from me, Team Tour, because she's very in integral in our lives and helping us become better women and more in touch of who we are as women. So yeah, when you mentioned, like when we were talking about the transition just now about like, Hey, I'm done with this. Now some might hear that and be like, Oh, you left God. You drop your religion. You're not a believer no more. Like, no. you in the world. Like, what happened? Like, what would Ooh. you say to that? No, I think I found God. Like, I would <laughs> say I have, like, I think I'm closer to God than I've ever been right now in my life. I'm dead as honest. And I was used to being in the church and stuff like that. I'm closer to God than I've, I've ever been. Like, being authentic to me and to myself really allowed me to cultivate a deeper and intimate relationship with God because at the end of the day, God is, you know, within me. And that dissociation, that fake things, those fake things I was doing or agreeing on things that I didn't really agree on, like, no, that was keeping me, like, away from God. So right now I will say I I am so close to God. Like, yeah, I'm close to God than I've ever been in my life at this point. So Why do you feel that thinking. way? Why would, why would you feel, why I do think, you feel that way? I think it's definitely because I have, like, I feel like I have, I am me and like God, and we say like God is within us, right? And when I get to live my authentic self and be that person, I get to experience God or the divine in a different way instead of trying to dissociate and agreeing and not being true, like the truth. So living my truth, actually, like I said, God is, I believe God is true too. So living my truth, allow me to get close closer to God instead of like leaving this false reality and trying to be someone I was not. So I would say living my truth just helped me to be more free, more happy, and just allow me to have an intimate relationship with God because that was the truth. Truth actually draws us closer to God, in my opinion. So I love that so much because a lot of us, and I've been where you were, into performing. Mm -hmm. I have to do these behaviors to show that I love God and prove that I love God by engaging in very repressive behaviors and denying certain aspects to me that I feel like people get very incorrect when they say like you need to deny your flesh. Right. I think people mm-hmm. have a, a, a different in, interpretation of that. And 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 in my opinion, my interpretation is like you need to be able to deny the human part of you that doesn't want to grow. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because that piece of you, that that part of you isn't going to want to take care of your body or eat mm-hmm. right. Right. That part of you isn't going to um, want to take what we see in life as obstacles as lessons. And I feel like people miss that. And so they take these behaviors and they're like, 
I'm denying my flesh by denying my desires. Like, uh, mm-hmm. no, like God put those desires in there for you. I'm denying my flesh by, mm-hmm. you know, not dressing the way that I want to dress. And I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> like, like that's not it either. And I've been there. I've been severely repressed where I've gained weight. I've looked way older than I am today. Um, I felt very disconnected from myself. I didn't even trust myself. So mm-hmm. does any of this like land with you and resonate? Yes, yes. Didn't trust myself. And I look different too before C2C and where I'm not, I, I am now. I look complete, even my face, I look complete. Like I can definitely understand what you mean when you say even not trusting yourself. My intuition, I was lost. I was like, I don't even know where to go, what to do. And you talk, it spoke about desires. That is something that helped me tap into my true desires too. Like being true to myself, allow me to identify, yes, this is what I want. This is what I want quickly. Instead of like, I don't know, doubting myself, not trusting myself. And it also allows the men to fulfill them, you know, like this, because I know exactly what I want. Mm. I know my true desires in in a, in this moment, instead of me just being wishy-washy and not even like understanding yeah, <laughs> what, what it yeah. is that I want. And nobody's not going to convince me that engaging in behaviors, becoming a people pleaser um, to please other people and being someone who stuffs down my desires is godliness. Like you'll mm-hmm. never get me to, you'll never convince me of that. Um, when in order for us to create in the first place, to honor that, um, uh, that image of the most high, like we're made in the image of most high and be able to create, like we need to have the desire first to -hmm. create anything. If we look at the most high and like the way this universe is created, the desire was there for that to even happen. So we're not honoring our own desires and bringing them forth. Forget like we can forget about the men, right? We just won't even create a life that we love. And so we like, Mm -hmm. we just start feeling stuck in a lot of places. You made this transition. I mean, there's even a time where I think we talked about you having to block your family. Yes. Yes. I had to do that. <laughs> and because I also understand it, it's where they are. That's their journey. And that's where they are currently. I mean, at first I was upset, but also working with Catherine also allowed me to understand that that's where they are, their journey. And it's okay. They don't need to agree with me. We don't need to be, to see, we would we'll probably never see eye to eye, but it doesn't mean that I don't love them, but it just means that some boundaries have to be put in place because they just, they can't, <laughs> they they don't get it and they probably won't. So, and I think you're, you're a really good example for someone whose culture is really deep into tradition and maintaining mm-hmm. a certain look, a certain light and basically saying, I don't care. Yeah. And even with this, I was even even to attract, like you talked about, men who understand me, who accept this part of me. Instead of like me performing to get someone who also might repress me, I'm able to attract men who understand this freedom and who I am instead of trying to like box me and put me somewhere. So that was definitely uh, exciting to, to be able to attract men who do that <laughs> on that level too. I remember, I remember us talking about that and yeah. you saying like me coming from traditional background and me wanting to date men from my tribe, from my country, and then also seeing you attract those men that 
really support you and the way you want to live and your freedom. And even those who don't agree with you mm-hmm. be like in support. Yes, absolutely. So again, that's why living, being true guides you to the people you need in your life. So I don't regret at all. <laughs> like, I'm so thankful for you and Kaden for helping me through this because I'm like, oh, I can finally breathe. Because I felt like I was literally like, I, like, I was like in a bag. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. But now I'm like, yes, butterfly, I can finally breathe and be me. <laughs> and... This version of you, it feels so good. Like, it sounds like even when you're talking, it sounds like you always about to sing, sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> and you always giggling. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, again, so light, so free. I, we were, you know, me and Winnie, we have a private chat um, between her and I uh, via Telegram. Uh, and we often have conversations about some of the things that we are really into, um, that, you know, we can riff off of. And it's just, um, we were talking in the chat about the growth, just me seeing you, Winnie, like I, I had recently realized how long you and I have been connected and it's like, it blows my mind. Like you've been with me longer than anyone else on Team Tora. And you're the baby of the group. How old are you now? I'm about to be 28. In I can't month. believe it, my baby. Listen, because I think I, I remember talking on the phone when you were 24 to Octavia. I was like, did you know Winnie was <laughs> only 24? She was like, girl, yeah. I was like, how come I didn't know Winnie was only 24? It just seems like. Very, very mature because I think you were the youngest person to go through C2C. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was like, listen, if you under 25, I'm not accepting you into C2C. Or like, no, I think it was like 27 mm-hmm. that you're not, because I don't know if you're ready to join C2C. And I'm like, Winnie's 24. <laughs> yes, that was definitely uh, life-changing though. So. About to be 25. You were on your way to 25. And yes, I, think this I was. Be- this was before you t- you joined C2C, but I was on the phone with her like, dang, Winnie is, <laughs> is so young. But the beauty in it of it all is that you're a- like, you are at an age where you don't have to, like, where you don't have, like, this rush to be married. But it's oh, funny I was going to talk you- about that, too. Yeah. Because you did have a rush. Yeah, I did. I did initially. You had a I rush. Like, I did. I was going to talk about it. I was like, yes, I did have a rush. I was like, yes, I need to. But right now, you have me, like, the other day, I was like, no, I just, I want to, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the man. I'm like, yes, I like him. I like, like, the song I, 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 I sent you, I like him. I like him, too. I like him. I like him, too. Yes. I love this. And that's something... You know, my family wouldn't understand because, of course, they want me to get married ASAP. But <laughs> so, why were I you am, rushing? Like, why, you I were think like, what, twenty four and rushing? Yes, why? it was part of the good girl thing. And I'm like, yes, I have my diploma, I have my degree. Now it's time. Like, it's that like the natural progression in my culture. Like, yes, you have your degree, you have a career. Now it's time for you to have kids and have a family. But I think if I got married back then, I would have divorced by now. <laughs> then I, I would have probably gotten a divorce by now. So I, why? Uh, because I think um, being around you, 
it will have on like it will I will have it will have I will have unraveled. I will have unveiled different parts of myself that I'm not sure the men that are married like because I will if I'm married back then I probably married a man who was like you know who was okay with me being the good girl and stuff like that and me being around you and Tim Tora and Catherine will have probably unravel or unveil other parts of myself and I'm not sure that us you know we will stay in connection based on how. <laughs> Five, but we'll be at that time. So. Listen, y'all listen to the podcast. Let me go around telling people that Tora what is, you know, get getting people divorces and stuff. Like <laughs> but I, I, I completely understand that. And it's not that the man would be a bad man or anything. It is mm-hmm. just that there's a certain evolution that I think I don't think women should get married until they start feeling freedom and bliss yes within themselves where they don't have to perform for people mm-hmm. shuck and jive where they don't feel like they have to people please for people i feel like you don't need it i feel like now do whatever you want but i feel like a perfect time for a woman to get married is when she just is convicted in herself that she has a certain level of freedom that she mm-hmm. doesn't have to perform for anybody and that she doesn't have to people please or fit in a box. Once you realize this, then then I'm like, go off and get married, my love. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I'm in agreement with that. Because back then I really wanted it, marriage and stuff. But now, like, no. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. I love having fun, being provided for with this man and dating multiple men. I, I love it. So I'm just enjoying yeah. it for now. Because people can look at you and be like, why aren't you married yet? And I'm like, yeah, why aren't you married yet? <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm serious. If I wanted to get married, I would have, I could have gotten married by now. But honestly, I'm really enjoying myself. Like, I just, I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying this um, newfound freedom. And yeah, that's what I'm at for now. But. Me, it might change in a year or two. Who knows? But for now, I'm. I just love being able to date multiple men and just enjoying that and being excited and giddy around <laughs> all of them. Look how you looking at <laughs> girl. Yeah. So, what was I guess some of the biggest shifts for you going into C two C and coming out on the other side? Like, what were like? Two or three are some of the most biggest shifts for you that completely say, changed your, the game. Yeah, I would say first, asking for what I want because if anyone knows me, I'm very bold. I will ask. You're the queen yeah. of that. Yes, one day taking me out. Let's go on a date. I don't wait, you know. Like I said, tapping in that part of myself because I was like, no, like a feminine woman should wait <laughs> for a man to like take the lead. And no, now, yeah, now I'm able to literally ask for what I want without being afraid or without thinking, no, I'm a feminine woman. I should just take a seat and let him lead everything. No, <laughs> I don't care. I'll do that. Or even uh, another thing is um, emotionally connect with men. I've had several men tell me, I don't, I don't know what it's about you. I don't know what you do, your energy. Your, you're just, I just want to be around you. I don't know what it's about. I just want to be around you. You are so amazing. You just feel so peaceful. I just, want to hang around you just all day and i think another thing was the ability to be vulnerable and again it doesn't mean sharing all my trauma or like just vomiting everything 
but the ability to even speak up when, you know, I feel this, I feel that. Because like I said, back then I was a hothead. I would just <laughs> explode. But the ability to even state boundaries um, and speak up when something doesn't feel comfortable. Like having, like knowing that I actually have, I'm in my power. So I can, mm. I have boundaries here. If something doesn't feel right, I can say no. <laughs> it's okay. And, and oh, go ahead. I'm not blaming the man, for example, but I want something like, he made me know. I chose to. That's a choice I made. I chose to do whatever I chose to do instead of like saying, oh, you made me do that. No, that's a choice I made. Because a lot of times that's something we weren't afraid to like, no, he did this. He made me know. He didn't make me do anything. I wanted to. I enjoyed it <laughs> too. <laughs> so those are some of the things I would say the biggest shift for me is to see like the emotional connection tapping into my ability to just be bold. And that's what I want. And being vulnerable and stating boundaries and knowing that I have, that's in my power, knowing that I have, not putting the power in the men's hands, saying, yeah, it's, I'm sitting in my on my throne and I can say no, I can say, I, and if I say yes, let me say yes all the way. I'm not blaming him afterwards. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I love that so much, Winnie. And so those shifts, what has that allowed you to create in your love life? Oh, it has allow me to create amazing connections with men. Like even, you know, even there are some men that we have tried to date and didn't work out, but we are still in each other's lives. And even not only my love life, but also my support system. Like I told you the other day, I was preparing for an interview. There were like two to three men who jumped with me on the phone, like helping me, like, okay, what do you need? Okay, do you need this? Let me help you. Like just that. Because when you say that all the time, right? Like men, the only thing, Men can provide so much more than just a ring. And I've I've really seen the value of having if you know men in my support system, like whether I'm sick, if I'm having an emergency, if I need a referral, because I you know a lot of my friends, a lot of the men I know work in like big tech companies. So if I need something, a training, whatever it is, they are there. So that also really allowed me to see the value in um having men around you, not just romantically, but just having an army of men. And they help me with the men that I date too. I mean, they are very, you know, they can be very harsh, but I love them. And yeah, it's just that the value of having men around you, like I'm just so thankful for the men in my life because I don't know what, where I would be right now if it weren't for the men around me who was guiding me, supporting me, the advice, supporting my business, like so many good things. So, yeah. Mm. I love that so much, but I'm just, I'm like so overwhelmed with so much emotion right now because of all the work that you've done and all the work you continue to do. And you're so young and I'm like, man, I would love for women, so many women that start at your age, they can go into their thirties already having this information already be like, all right, which man do I want to choose? Who am I going to pick out? And have yes. the choice versus like, I'm getting close to 30. What's happening? Lord, mm-hmm. are you sitting with my man? Is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I've gone to the point where I'm like, I can get, I can pretty much get any man that I desire. Like, I am very confident in my ability to attract, <laughs> like, if I want to get married tomorrow or whatnot, I am very confident in my ability to do so, attract the men I desire. So, because you are so good. I had to hire you as a coach. Yeah, I was scared at first. 
I thought I was like, not only is this woman been with me as an intern, opened up her heart to me, even though she didn't like my work, changed her life, joined C2C, was able, was still attending calls and like being close to me. And I'm like, she has passion for this work in the Facebook group, helping people. I'm like, this girl got to be a coach. What yeah. did you think when I first Let's reached give... out to you about being a Ooh, coach? I was like, what is she talking about? I, I can't do this. <laughs> Maybe. Cause I remember I shadowed one of your calls first because you were on vacation with Christina, I think. And I was like, Oh my, I, I was like, Tora, I don't know if I can do this. This, <laughs> This is not, no, I can't do this. I did this, do that. I did have yes. you take a call for yes. me when I was out of town. Yes. <gasps> you was a substitute teacher. Yes. yes. And I was so scared. I was like, wow, why, why is she doing this to me? I was really scared. And I did not, at first I didn't feel, because I knew how much work and like how much passion you had. So I didn't feel like I could measure up to like, you know, I could feel your shoes. Because I was like, I don't think I can do this because I know I know I know I remember with the abuse that was your baby I know how much work and passion you put into like whatever you do and I was like damn I don't know if I can measure up to Torah just it's Torah sense <laughs> how did you so, feel after I think I felt after I started coaching oh I felt just so amazing seeing the lives of these women being transformed like oh it filled me with so much joy seeing the coffering that I coach go from maybe a place I was or where I was like with the love light wasn't popping like that to like, oh, I'm just peaceful. I'm free. I'm being provided for. I am going on dates. Like I have so many women that I coach go from, oh, I just, I don't have to talk to men. I don't even, I'm so awkward to like, oh, I'm, yeah, I have a date here. I have a lunch date. I have a dinner date. I have a date. Like Queen Sophia, I'm just, she's oh! one of the, She's one of my favorite couplings. Yeah. You coach the queen, Sophia. Yes. The legendary Sophia. You coached her. Yeah. So those of of y'all who are listening to this podcast, y'all know Sophia has a podcast episode, one of the favorite episodes on here about dating with abundance. And Coach Winnie was her coach. And how is it to like see Sophia just flourish and people admire her? Oh, I, it makes me so happy because I know when Safia joined, she was like, she reminded myself in so many ways when she was, I don't, I, like she didn't know how to talk to men, how to like say her desires. And I remember how she told us that she found you and she just paid. I was like, oh, she's ready to put in the work. Like she didn't like, but she, and she put in the work. So I really, I'm so happy for Safia and I really like give her flowers every time I talk to her because I'm like, Safia, you I saw you come the calls, amazing questions, putting in the world, putting in the world. And yeah, she's thriving right now. So I'm just, I'm really, really happy for Safiya. So happy. Mm. And on top of that, like one of the things I always reference you for is someone who continues the transformational mindset work again and again and again. And you don't stop. And a lot of people sleep on this to continue yeah. to do it because it you always want to be evolving into the next level of woman 3.0 mm-hmm. 4.0 mm-hmm. 5.0 and which is why I'm excited that you are teaching the lab for that the yes. embodiment lab yes you I'm will really be teaching excited. it 
the embodiment yes, lab starts in January. January, yes, yes. I'm so excited for that. Really, really excited. Yeah, because there's so many people, there's so many women. Even like when people first come into C2C, it's like they want the tips, they want the tricks, they want the strategy. And I'm like, listen, you got to have the magic, which is the embodiment. And mm-hmm. I've always point to you as someone to look at for the embodiment. So I'm glad that you're teaching this lab. So anyone who's joining C2C come in January, anybody who's going to be the alumni program, Winnie, not only will she help you um, implement module three, the module that be getting people stuck, <laughs> but she's going to help you make this a lifestyle so yes. that you can embody the work versus, oh, I'm just going to apply these tips here, or I'm just going to try to apply the bomb experience or try to apply all these other things without like having the magic. So girls, yeah. Like that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. That's I, I always tell my conflicts, did you do your module three? I always remind them because that is so key to transforming who you are. Because like you say, you can get the tips and two, you get like small results here and there. But to embody, it's a completely different game. To like be the woman who can do all those things instead of like, oh, I, I just have the little tips and tricks. It's a completely different ball game. So I am really excited to have this lab and we're going to have so much fun in the embodiment lab. Because when yes. you embody, you don't have to be like, well, what do I say next? Exactly. How it's do like, I respond yes. to his text? What text? When you're embodied, you don't have to be in your head during dinner. You're going to be in your body being able to enjoy this man, not thinking about, mm. oh, what did he say? What do I need to do? When you're embodied, you don't need to follow stupid, silly rules. Like, oh, like if I, if he goes, if he if a man stops texting me after a few days and he comes back, what do I do? Because you're gonna be embodied. You already gonna yeah. know how to move forward. You're gonna be connected to yourself, to your, connected exactly. to your desires, and you'll be able to make the choice. Versus, well, what should I do? What should I, you're gonna stop asking the question? What should I do? <laughs> like this. Ain't that exactly. the same, Winnie? Yes, just like I told you earlier on Clubhouse, I I went on a date with a man that I just met on the app. It was our first time we changed number. He called me. He was like, "Are you available?" I said, "Yeah." If I had followed the rules, then I was like, "Oh no, a real man should, <laughs> <laughs> should like take should like take a few days to." And he told me a few women cussed him out when he did. Then I was like, "No." So it's not about like, of course, people have that level of, because I, if I followed the rules of a real man should, I wouldn't have gone there with him. But I was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything and I'm fine. I trust, like, again, goes about to trust in myself. Like, yeah. Trust your body. Trust yourself. Yes. Trust your intuition yes. versus, <laughs> no, a real man, he would have planned this days in advance. He would have asked me today. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? F all these real people, real man, real woman, I'm me. <laughs> I don't want to be a real woman. I don't want to be a real man. I just want to be me. And if Mm -hmm. you ask me to hang out tonight and I'm feeling spicy to hang out tonight, we'll we're gonna hang out. Exactly. And if you ask me to hang out tonight and I'm not feeling that spicy, I'm gonna be like, no, I'm actually unavailable for that. But it's not gonna be based upon a rule Mm -hmm. of no, I'm not gonna accept this because it's low effort. Like, ma'am, <laughs> got time for all that. I, I, I'm the school of thought of I'm just gonna do what I want to do when I want to do it, how I want to do yes. it, where I'm gonna do it. 
Yes, because I've done things where people will be like, oh, no, that's not a real day. That's not a real man. I'm like, no, I want to do that. <laughs> if a man invites me out, like, we just thought, yes, let's go out. Like, let's go to the park. Let's go. I don't know, because I want to do that, not because, oh, I have to follow rules. Like, no, it's, he needs to play a real date. He needs to ship you. I'm like, nah. Yeah, we're I dropping them. Um, drop, like, I don't teach rules. I have guidelines for y'all, but I, I'm really in supportive of you following. Mm-hmm. what's within you, what your desires are, what you want for your life. And I'm so glad you're going to be teaching these ladies about embodiment because you are the epitome of doing that, of showing up that way. as like, what do I want to do? And you have mm-hmm. it at such a young age, girl. I'm so happy about this. Yes. I'm, thank you, Tora. Cause, oh, thank you. Shout out to the person who um, tagged me in your video. Cause yeah. Was oh good? yeah, I X tagged you in my video. Yes, yes. So shout out that. Listen, person. listen. That's that's why I'm like some of these losses. Like, like y'all gotta understand how these are lessons. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to meet if that X didn't tag her. If she didn't have mm-hmm. that as an X, so mm-hmm. me and Winnie are cool because of him. <laughs> Winnie is my boo because of him. Mm-hmm. So Winnie, as we wrap things up, what would you say? To the woman who's listening to this, her background, her culture is, you know, you got to follow these rules to be a respectable woman, to have a husband. And Mm -hmm. she feels so repressed and she still is following the rules and still not attracting the types of men that she wants. Mm-hmm. What encouragement would you give her today? I would definitely say first join C2C because for <laughs> me, like I said, that was the best thing I could have done. I think I joined in 2020. That that was the best thing for me because I feel the pain of having to live like a double life. Like feel like, oh, I want to fit in, but I'm not, but I kind of want to. And I will say like, I didn't want to live the rest of my life like that, like not attracting the kind of men I desire and not being true to myself. Because like, I don't know if you can, people probably can see my face, but I feel really free. Like I wouldn't, I would encourage you, please join C2C. And like I said, you experience that type of freedom that you have never had before. Like the freedom I have right now to just be able to be me without all the rules and the, you don't have to be a good girl. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> take me as an example. You don't have to be to cut out in the lines, be a good girl, be meek and all that. So I try the kind of men that I desire because trust me, there's different men for everyone. The men, like you said to the men, I don't want you don't matter. I don't care about the men that don't want me. The men that don't want us don't matter. They don't matter. And yes, and once I think you embody your true self, that energy will attract the men that you truly desire. So yeah, I definitely understand what they've been that they're going through. And I would say please join C2C because oof. Oh, I, I don't think I would like, imagine being this blissful um before I joined and uh just being on this side it feels amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I love it. And what if they can't join C2C or they're not ready, how would you encourage them if they're just not at the point where C2C is even an option? 
Um, I will encourage them first of all to follow you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I have, you, yeah, you do have a lot of a tons of free content, but I will say one thing I would definitely say is F coloring the lines. Mm. Be you. Tap into who what do you truly desire? Who are you? Like forget about the rules that have to be a good girl. Who are you truly to the core? And then embrace that part of you. Instead of like, forget about all the rules, all you have to, you have to know. That doesn't matter. Tap into who you truly are as a woman, uh, because God created created that way for a reason. And the way you are will attract the kind of man you desire. The way you are will attract the kind of man you desire. So instead of, quote unquote, not, I'm not going to say wasting, but instead of spending time trying to fit into attract, because... The, what happens with that is that you put in, you put on the front, and you attract the man who likes that front that you put on, that mask that you put on. But that's not the true you. And I wouldn't want to be in a relationship like that where the man can't see me; he only sees whatever mask I put before him. So that's what I would say: just really forget about the rules, the good girl, and really ask yourself, who do I desire to be? Who I am? Who am I? And really tap into that to attract the kind of man that. You truly desire, and that that's true intimacy, right? Where someone is able to see you truly instead of something that you just put on to attract, quote unquote, a good man. So, mm. oh, Winnie, it was so amazing to have you on this podcast. What is next for Winnie? For one, we know you're about to head to Paris yes. to do your thing for your birthday. Yes, yes, I. We'll be in Paris. Uh, I was invited to Belgium by gentlemen, <gasps> so we'll see. And then me and my best will be will go to Portugal after Paris. So I'm excited for that. So what? yeah, I'll be in Europe for like I'll be in Europe for like a month. So probably go to Belgium, be in Paris and in Portugal, and maybe Spain too. Who knows? I don't know who knows my who awaits me there, but yeah, <laughs> I love it. Who awaits me there? <laughs> Are there some men waiting anywhere? Belgium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you too, Winnie. And I'm so love glad that you. you came out. And I hope you have an amazing trip, boo. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you. And I'll talk to you very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right, Queen. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. No matter where you are in the world, no matter how old you are, no matter your dating status. And if you did, if it resonated with you, I'd love for you to uh, leave a review and let us know how'd it go, what you think. One of the things I'm really excited about when it comes to Winnie is as a success coach in the C2C program, she is going to be offering um, or teaching a lab to the cufflinks starting this January. It's going to go on for 90 days. And so if you are um, in the Curve to Cuff program uh, in January, you'll have access to those. And if you are in the Cufflink alumni program, you'll be able to attend those labs as well. And she's teaching these labs because as we mentioned in the podcast episode in the interview, She's incredible. Like she really took the mindset work seriously. She really took 
the subconscious reprogramming seriously. She really took the TTS guide, the triple threat success guide in the program extremely seriously when a lot of people kind of downplay it at first because they don't know how serious it is, even though I tell everyone at orientation, it's the most important piece of the program. You know, we can teach you the tips and the tricks and the tools, but without shedding those layers and adopting new a new version of yourself those tips and tricks don't matter those strategies don't matter so she's going to be teaching why about mindset and helping you tap into transforming it for your transformation in your love life she's going to be teaching how to reprogram your subconscious to create the reality you desire how this mindset work will let uh help you let go of that good girl, follow all the rules, people please in persona and become the woman you actually desire to be. She's going to be teaching how embodying this work is going to allow you to be in your body more and trust yourself and how to live more authentically so that you create a magnetic field that attracts the quality man you desire. And so these labs are going to be hosted weekly on Thursday evenings. I think what 6 p.m. Central Standard Time It's around that time. But if you are in C2C, or if you are a cufflink that's in the alumni program, you need to be at these labs because it is teaching you what I tell y'all about the most important part of the program, module three, please be in the room. All right, that's all I got. Until next time, bye. If you thought this episode was dope and you learned from it, it would be amazing if you could take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Torsense. I would absolutely love to connect with you over there. And if you're serious about leveling up in your love life, you gotta check out Curve to Cuff. It's my 12-week mentorship program for high-achieving women of faith who want to build a rotation of quality men in 90 days or less so they can choose their legacy partner in as early as a year. You can apply to join the next cohort at curvedtocuff.com slash details. That's curved, the number two, cuff dot com forward slash details. I love to have you join the next cohort of C2C. And remember, never settle because you have choices. Choose how you want to love, choose who you want to date, and always choose to date with sense. <laughs>